Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening, everybody. Tonight is the night of October 14th, 2023. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast. I'm your host, Alpha, uh, with my co-host. Well, we're co-hosts together, Bravo. Uh, Not really starting off on a real positive note. Uh, I'm sure everybody's painfully aware of what's happened in Israel Mm. um, and what's happening around the world as a result of this um, unprecedented uh, Pearl Harbor uh, that's been committed against Israel. A lot of, lot of, lot of talk about that, obviously. Yes. Welcome everyone. Uh, You can kind of hear in our voices that we're kind of melancholy and we're somber about this. And because with good reason, terrible, Action has been taken against peace, peaceful people and innocent people, and we're going to talk about it because that's what we do here, and this is the conversation that we were having before we got on the air. It's a conversation we've been having for a week back and forth mm-hmm. uh, since it happened, and uh It's really, uh, it's really tough. It's really tough. Firstly, uh, not important for anybody to know more, but uh, you know, um, Israel is pretty near and dear to both of our hearts mm-hmm. for a number of different reasons. Yes, and it's really troubling to see people go through this kind of stuff. You know, there there are people on both sides that are going to suffer from this. That's correct. Uh, and it's. Uh, it's never good. You know, war is not uh, not a good thing. Um, so here's what we know. Bravo, what do we know statistics-wise? Thus far, the death toll that we've been told is coming over 1,300 is Israelis, I think, were struck down on that night of uh, terror on Saturday yep. of last week. Was it Saturday last week? Yep. yep. 29 Americans were also killed. That's correct. Numerous people have been taken hostage. And, and an idea that Hamas, who's the militant arm of Iran, has who, who was elected as the power brokers in the Gaza Strip area, from what I understand, Alpha was um, ones behind this. After a couple of days later, from getting receiving a, an infusion of funds from the Biden administration, right, and uh, through Qatar, I believe it was. Yeah, through a Qatari bank, uh, Qatari broker. Yeah. So, before we delve too far into that, mm-hmm. that's. You know the 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 nuts and bolts of it, um, the gross detail stuff. Um, everybody can go see it for themselves. Um, 
And uh, there's a lot of people out there saying that what you're seeing is a psyop, what you're seeing isn't real, this isn't real. No, it's because you can't believe what you're seeing, okay? It's part of the grieving process and, and a protective mechanism that we all have in our, in our psyche yeah. as to deny the facts that are happening in front of you. Well, right, but uh, there's a certain group of people that have weaponized that uh, major failing of a human being right there and mm-hmm. the mechanical deficit that we have in processing certain information. Correct. And they've weaponized it, and uh, this never happened. This is, You're lying, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's happening. Uh, it's happening. It's real. Um, suffice it to say, I've got a lot of people that I know overseas that are sending me things directly that – uh, yeah, this is uh, this is not a drill. No, not a drill. The Hamas terrorists, and they will not be referred to anything else other than terrorists, right? Or demons use the land, the sea, and the air to attack people in their homes while they were sleeping. Families were made to watch their loved ones be desecrated. This is just barbarism. And as a compassionate human myself, asking why does this have to happen, we'll get into that in a little bit. But I can't imagine what it would be like to have family in front of me just be taken out because of what what we believe in. Yeah. So it's crazy. Um, our prayers are definitely going their direction. And the news, depending on which one you listen to, again, and, and who wants to tell the truth or tell propaganda, it's, it's disgusting in some cases. Um, blaming the victim is not going to happen here on the signal 50 podcast i can tell you that right now no no it's very been a very tough week yes it has but this is the hard truth of what's going on right now so well right now i was i'm sorry the united states has two carrier groups in the area the yeah, Israeli that's... military is uh, right from what what I've read, what you've read. Alpha have been have been softening the strongholds. They notified yeah. people that were not involved with this to get out. Yeah, they still they Israel still takes the Israeli defense. Um, they they try to. Well, it's it's yeah. not a war against the Palestinian people. It's a war against Hamas. Yep. And the Palestinian people just happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. But anyway, we'll get into that in a little bit more. So right. So let's let me expand on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I've been in the involved in the defense industry for. Uh, 20, 21 years mm. or more, right? I was law enforcement industry, and then I moved into uh, federal government contracting. 
I was at a trade show this week, uh, last week actually, um, the Association of the United States Army show. It's the uh, it's kind of like the Super Bowl of defense uh, industry trade shows that happens every year. It happens here in D.C. Let's just say I was incredibly nervous going there to begin with, right? When I got there, the security was uh, an absolute joke, uh, considering how high the threats really were. And this started on Monday. Um, And I've never seen so many people at AUSA in my entire career scrambling around talking about Israel and what material they're going to need to move to Israel and all of the uh, support that's going to be needed for the effort here. So I think um, as I read the tea leaves uh, from my cheap seats and knowing a few people, I'd say strap your ass in. We're going to be here a while. Mm. On that point, I will... I think we need to give some kudos to the Biden administration right now. Like I mentioned earlier, there are two carrier groups in the area. Um, the The statements from from the Biden administration have been supporting of Israel, with pressure from some other people that we shouldn't be supporting Israel. But we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, Secretary of of state went over to Israel, met with, I believe it was Prime Minister Netanyahu, and pledged our support to Israel. And they're still sending them $6 billion worth of funds. They haven't frozen that money as of yet, from what I've heard definitively. I don't think you've heard anything different. Correct. What? But uh, the six billion dollars uh, in funding. Yeah, that money is frozen. Is now frozen? Is that official? Well, it's fro- the money is frozen because Congress doesn't have a speaker and they can't bring it to a vote. That's part of the budget. Oh, okay. That was an appropriation. That's I thought going it was in be... Qatar. I thought. Oh, 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 oh! You, we're talking about two separate things. Yeah, I thought I you were. T- no. Well, we're, we're, there's lots of six billion dollar issues going around. Okay. Okay. And and I do apologize, but the the money in Israel or in Qatar that uh, was it was a ransom that the Biden administration paid to mm-hmm. Iran for like uh, I don't know how many people was it like six people six people yep a uh, billion dollars ahead so I guess he set the price for ransom didn't he yep which is why wow. they uh, well there there are Americans still beyond behind enemy lines too. They were taken as prisoner. Yes, there were. This is all very disturbing. Mm-hmm. So, as of right now, though, the the Secretary of State, the President, uh, Benjamin, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu, did thank the United States for their support. And uh, as of right now, the United States government is is behind Israel. Is that safe to say they're alpha, I think? It seems to be. Yep. I mean, there are there are members of the federal government that 
are not behind Israel, and that's an individual decision. Mm. And I think it's a good time right now to bring those out. You have uh, Talib, Congresswoman Talib, who is from Michigan, who was yes. chased down by a young reporter to ask, does 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 Congresswoman Talib support the killing of innocent babies and toddlers? And she just walked away and didn't answer. When this, of course she did. Yeah, she didn't answer. Now, she did mention that she was pushing for Israel to show restraint. I don't know how you, how you even say that from when, when, you're, when you're brutally attacked as the Israelis were. But Talib basically was celebrating it in so many words, and so was Omar, Congresswoman Omar. So here at the Signal 50 Podcast, and we talk about that hashtag hard truth, I said this to you, Alpha, there is no excuse for supporting this type of of thought from, now, from our, our so-called leaders. Well, I don't think that uh, anybody that believes that anything that happened uh, to to Israel, anybody that thinks that's even remotely okay has got a screw loose. So (laughs) many, many um, other congressmen and women have demonstrated that they are not in support of Israel, but they're in support of the Palestinians. So, to them, I say, resign. Get out. Because if you can't tell the difference between right and wrong, I don't want you handling my business as... as and I, I, I guess maybe that uh, that's a little presumptuous to say, Alpha. Maybe the, those areas of the United States that they represent, like AOC, Cortez there, they're all... I mean, there was a large demonstration down in New York City of Palestinian descent people that were chanting how how great this was. Which well, is well, well. Let me let me let me stop you right there. And this is going to take us down a rabbit hole for a quick second. However, you said that there was a whole gig, big gathering of people of Palestinian descent in New York City. Mm-hmm. What I would offer to you is I saw a whole lot of people standing in the street wearing a shemag wrapped around their head and their face that I don't know who they are. And mm. they certainly didn't look Middle Eastern, if you catch my drift. Uh, why don't you explain further? Well, one might say That this could be just, you know, another continuation of this is just Black Lives Matter Part 2, the Mm. extreme version, Mm -hmm. where we're no longer hiding the fact that we're anti-Semitic because we've radicalized and moved on to the next step. Mm -hmm. Um, That is true. Colors, uh, the founder of BLM, 
Black Lives Matter, which means all lives really should matter. She talked about, and this was a couple years ago, there was a soundbite going around that she was talking about how Israel is a, uh, a, a, it pains me to even say this. I can't, I don't even know how I can say it. That they occupy the land that was bequeathed to them by God himself. So when you have these, and, and remember when BLM first came out and they were trying to garner support for a person that unfortunately died from his own, you know, and let's, let's call out the responsibility that, that, um, What's his name there? Because I try to forget it most of the time. George Floyd. George Floyd died from what my opinion was uh, excited delirium and fentanyl. With a, with, a, with a healthy fentanyl overdose. Correct. And he again, was going to die anyways. Right. But the police officer didn't recognize quickly enough that he was, that he was not you know, responding. That's, that, that's the police officer's fault, again. I'm not going to go there, but that's, you know, but now they've graduated. Oh, oh, by the way, by when that happened, everyone was on the bandwagon. You have to show your support with your social media by placing black boxes into, into the areas. I had at the time students going to rotations with BLM pins on, and I have preceptors calling me saying, why are these students wearing this stuff? This is not where this belongs. Patients were upset for seeing this kind of stuff. And I said, take him off. And the students got upset at me. Well, tough. That doesn't belong, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't belong in a healthcare setting. So all these things happened and everyone was jumping on and donating money. And then all of a sudden she goes out and buy colors, goes out and buys a huge mansion for her family and everyone else. Well, not one cent went to the, impoverished areas where people needed help both black and white the world's greatest race hustle and grift that's correct makes al sharpton look like an amateur correct now you mentioned this and i and rightly so i agree with you 100 percent. now blm is showing their true colors and they are anti-semitic they don't like juice well, and then you've got Antifa thrown in there for an extra dose of crazy who are just opportunistic anarchists that'll jump on any bandwagon to destroy and cause chaos. So it's really convenient that we're this close to an election and this shit's going on. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. It's going to get bad. And we're coming into winter. That's right. So here we have this horrendous attack that was brought on by Hamas who for the last two years lied in wait. They feigned, pretended that they were peaceful and that they were trying to get along and make things better. And then out of literally out of left field, people are dead at the hands of others the most brutal ways possible. Um, yeah. 
Well, what's interesting also, Alpha, I think it's important that we mention that now you had universities running to the BLM side and huh. and, and wow. running to boycott against Israel because they're occupiers. Now, you hear the narrative here, everyone. This is, this is the hard truth we're going to get into right now. There was purposeful language utilized by these groups to make Israel, quote, look bad. When all they were doing was living their lives, raising their families. These universities now are in kind of a pickle, don't you think, there, Alpha? Oh, for sure. Because now they supported BLM, they supported these boycotts. You had Harvard University, which if my child was accepted to Harvard, I wouldn't let her go there. She doesn't need to go there. It's an indoctrination center for complete 100% hatred and anti-Semitism. 34 student groups wrote letters in support of the Palestinians and Hamas specifically. Yes. Who killed and they thought it was a good thing. And the administration of Harvard finally... Woke up. Why? Because people were pulling sponsor uh, alumni funds and donations. Yep. And it took. It took. What was it? A, a. A law firm. To show an example of your actions do have were you know actions speak louder than words, because this. What that? What I would consider a die hire. Do you want? Do you want me to? Do you want me to tell the story? I love this story so oh, much. Please, yes, you. This do. is this yeah. is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. If there was a bright spot in the week, this was it. Yeah. This was it. You know the theory of showing your ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, the editor of the law review at Harvard, this chick, I don't know what her name is, but she care. decides she's going to honcho up the rest of law review and everybody under her purview to publish an open letter condemning the Israelis and saying that Hamas were freedom fighters and all this other shit. And she was supposed to go to a summer internship at a very prestigious law firm. Mm. Said prestigious law firm got a hold of the information that she said in this letter that she put her name to. Not only did they withdraw her summer internship, which was going to lead to a career, mm-hmm. because she was being groomed for this position because she was apparently very bright. Well, she but also fit the she fit she ticked she off. Fit, she fit the she fit the mold, right? She, she fit the mold. The box. Check the boxes. She checked the boxes. So not only did she lose that, she lost a seven figure a year job. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other corporate CEOs out there in the world are putting people in their burn book, man. And they're collecting names. They like lists. Yeah, we can make lists too. That's right. Reverse cancellation. Well, we're just going to make you live up to the same expectation that you made us live up to during this COVID bullshit. That's right. And it's the same group of people that are out there screaming that the Israelis are bad. The ones that were wearing masks for two years. Hmm. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. The masks are back, by the way. Oh, yeah, they are. I was I was at uh, my favorite place in the world under the sun uh, today uh, doing some shopping with my, my canine friend. And 
you know, on a call at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, the masks are back, man. I, I, I traveling this week and there are some, some people are wearing masks. I shook my head and I said, they don't work. <laughs> I actually told the woman she had a mask on. She had like three-year-old son in a mask. I actually looked at her today and told her, I said, you're abusing your child. Good for you. That's great. I don't, I don't care. I know. I don't care. It's crazy. Anyway. So these companies are starting to understand, or yeah. is it possible that the left is eating their own now? They have no one else to go after, so now they go after themselves. Well, they saw what happened to Bud Light, and they don't want the same thing to happen from within their organization. So I think <laughs> we I think we mentioned this. The only way to keep this woke BS out of your out of your organization is to clearly cut ties with the die agenda. That's the diversity, inclusion, and, and equity BS agenda and keep it out of your your business. And keep, by the way, not only keeping the die agenda out of it, I don't call it DEI, everyone. I call it DIE because you're all, it's just killing our, our, our economy. But keep them out too. Don't hire them. I wouldn't want them there because th- this was mentioned by this person who decided that, you know, organized 34 other people. What, what's going to happen when they're working for your business? Are they going to submarine your business? If you hire these people, can they figure yes. out, can they, can you figure out a way to, to make your business better? If someone's not able to, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. They just submarined Harvard. Oh yeah. They drilled the hole in the boat that was carrying them to the promised land. That's right. They put that they put a political statement out there with Harvard's name attached to it. It was probably on Harvard's without pro- Yeah. Yeah, with probably without Harvard's uh, prior approval. That's because they they've been getting away with it for so long. Well, guess what? Not anymore. <laughs> How pres- what kind of a presumptuous shithead mm-hmm. who's a law student? You are lower than whale shit in the world of lawyers as a law student, okay? Even a third-year Harvard law student, okay? As as impressive as it might be to get to that spot in life, Mm -hmm. right? In the world of the real world, you know, the reality, not the false reality you've created, Mm -hmm. you're nothing. That's right. You haven't done shit. You have no reputation. You've not made your bones. Keep your damn mouth shut. At a Stanford law class, there was another story of a of a professor that who f- felt that they were protected by the woke BS and the die agenda. Asked all the Jewish students to stand up in a corner and separate themselves out so they can know what it's like to have to to oppress the the Palestinians in Israel. That professor was suspended, uh, but not named, and probably let him back in. Uh, after. That's a real cute uh, exercise in stupidity. Well, again, more. Yeah. I have more examples. Yeah. There's yeah. a. There's a. And, and everybody wonders why I love the Second Amendment so much. Mm. So, the, and it's and it's clearly being shown now that people are just not tolerating this stuff anymore. We've, we're done with the woke agenda. We're done with this, and 
I hope that this doesn't fade out like a news cycle and it continues. I think I think we are. If you if you notice, Bud Light is just not not doing so great. Oh my God! I was at the AUSA conference and they do an open bar for the attendees in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. They had Michelob Ultra and they had Bud Light. And I said to the bartender, I says, uh, "Hey, how many Bud Lights are you selling?" He's like, "Firstly, we're not selling them. We're trying to give them away, and nobody will take them." <laughs> well, Michelob Ultra is also part of uh, Anheuser Busch, so yes, it is, but it's still not Bud Light, right? So. But still, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I think I think it's a good time now, Alpha, to talk about the history so that everyone understands what what Israel has been dealing with for not just this recent attack, but there was a six day war back in the yeah sixties, I believe it was. Yeah, there was one in 72. 72. Or 74, pardon me. Excuse, yep, 74. 67, 74. You know, about every 10 years, there's a... 2023. <laughs> there's a little little tangle over there in Israel. 2014, 2023, about every night, eight, eight to 10 years. But oh, yeah. This one, this one really stepped over the line. This one was... I mean, rocket attacks, they got, what, what the the, uh, Pal- the Hamas... Uh, Insurgents and uh, terrorists got bored because they couldn't get their rockets through the Iron Dome. Is that what happened? Um, but they—I don't know, man. They really—they—they—they they, they really are going to bring the end to themselves because Israel is just not going to stop until they're all—they're all dead. But going back to five thousand mm-hmm. years from from here today, uh, th- this, these were lessons that you and I learned from going through Hebrew school when we were young. Oh yeah. And and learning about Israel and you know the the history of Israel if you go back to uh the Torah, the the Exodus, you know when when God freed the the, the slaves the Hebrews or the Jews who were being slaves in Egypt basically were freed and promised Israel and it's been cited in the Bible numerous places. Uh, because that's what God wanted, I guess is the best way to put it. You know, shows that us. was the plan. That was a plan. Yeah. So going forward, uh, if you look at the Jews were living there in Israel after Moses, you know, in the in the Bible after they it was kind of it was kind of called Judea. Judea. That's right. It was Judea. Correct. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, uh, you know. Occam's razor, right? Right, right. It's the land of the for the Jews. Jews, yeah. So, like in any other land area, people want your land. Uh, Israel is pretty fertile, and they do a lot of work to make sure it doesn't become a desert. And uh, I think the first uh, the Romans came through and desecrated. Oh, excuse me, the Philistines first. The Philistines, which I learned just tonight, that the Philistines were the precursors to the Palestinians. If I'm correct, well, that's where the that's where the uh, term and when they they decided to change the name arbitrarily of the land to Palestine, right? Yeah. Which it was never called that. It was, it was never that. Judea, right? That's but right. The, but the Philistines destroyed the first temple, where yes. where the Western Wall is. If anyone's ever familiar with Israel, I was at the Western Wall. I think you were too, Alpha. Oh yeah, several times. Yep. 
and the western wall was the outside wall of the temple. Now, the temple is prescribed in uh, Leviticus and uh, some other parts of the Torah about how you're going to construct the temple and how big it was supposed to be and where it was supposed to be. So it's all, it's all written down. This is where it's supposed to be. Destroyed. So the second temple is put back up after the, we beat back the Philistines <laughs> way back when. And the Romans came through and destroyed the second temple. Now, b- before yes. they could build the, the next temple, the third one, we would be on the third one right now, but the Muslims in the 7th century, 600 AD-ish, somewhere around there, came through and built a mosque on top of the mountain where the temple was supposed to be. And yes. as history, and this is clearly shown, that this, the, the rock of Gibraltar was actually the rock that Isaac was going to be sacrificed by his father Abraham until God said, don't do it, and that was called the binding of Isaac. Uh, it went very close to, and, and also that story tells us that we shouldn't be sacrificing our children. So that that's the biblical story of that. Now, going forward... So the mosque is now up there, and of course, no, no one other than Muslims can go into that that mosque. I've seen it, you know, the dome of the, the gold dome on top there, dome of the rock, dome of the rock. That rock belongs to us. Just saying. Um, fast forward to the the nineteen forty eight when Israel was declared as uh, a the state, Jewish state, the Jewish state, because of course and. Nazi Germany, we six million of us were taken out by the Nazis, and now Israel's born. Now, as you mentioned before, Alpha, there were many battles and many wars that were fought because oh, Arabs, yeah. the Arabs, don't like the idea of having a Jewish state. And the mantra has always been, "Now, I'm, I'm this is not, I'm not joking around." From the from the river to the sea. They yep. They do the river Jordan. The right. river Jordan. Right. The river Jordan to the sea, the Red Sea. Not one Jew should be remain standing. That's what the Arabs believe. And there's fifty six Arab states, if I'm not mistaken. There's a few. And there's one Jewish state. And Jew and the Jewish state, Israel has needed to defend itself at all times and be very careful. Now, yes. this, as I've described, going through the history, the brief, this is a very brief history. It's not in detail at all, but everyone gets the point. This is, this is going on for thousands of years. Right. This is nothing that started yesterday. And the two-state solution... The, the, there has been numerous times that Israel has given the chance for Arabs to live in peace. And there are clear signals that Arabs, even in the, the Arabs that live in Israel, some are not happy about being around Jews, but not all of them. There are some that are very peaceful and then I, I've been hold on a second bravo I've been to Israel many 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 times mm-hmm. I have never felt uncomfortable in Israel 
I was there once when the sirens went off mm-hmm. on business. And it was a rocket attack. It was really minor. Wasn't really terribly close to where I was. So. Well, hold on a minute. Uh, rocket attack? I mean, that's crazy. I mean, there should be rockets flying around. That's ridiculous. Again, that, but I, I digress. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, it, there's it no was excuse absurd. for that kind of crap. That's what I'm it saying. Was ab- it was absurd. It was absurd. It was absurd. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a little freaky, but you know, whatever. All right. So this, anyway. it's ridiculous. But, but again, when you have this type of, I, I mean, it, it was described in, on, on, um, Max Stollerwall um, was describing on Timcast. He was there. He he's done. He's he was saying that Israel is the occupiers, and, and that that false narrative is very damaging because there's no evidence to support that Israel is is occupying anything. It's a it's a narrative that's coming out from those who do not want to see Israel continue. The anti-Semitic forces i mean that's what they are they're they're anti-jewish forces that we continue well we have we have we have very rapidly turned the corner into uh islamo-fascism and all it took was this incursion into israel by hamas that's right and all of a sudden now we have islamo-fascists that live amongst us correct so these are not just Muslim terrorists, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're anti-Semitic, yes, and uh, they kind of smell like Nazis. Mm-hmm. And they're, huh. they're, the playbook is out. The playbook's back. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, I, I bring this up because that, that kind of goes into our next uh, kind of observations of what's been going on, why it's so hard to see is because we mentioned from before Talib and Omar and the BLM and the anti Zionists. I mean, this, this back and forth and, and making these people, you know, victims, victim blaming. That's what they, they quote brought it on themselves. It was disgusting to hear this. It's just terrible. It, you know, let, let's just let's just face it. I mean, this this discussion's been had a million times, right? Mm-hmm. So the Israelis and the world community got together and decided to buy the Gaza Strip and contribute, you know, some world tax dollars to uh, building a new water system, right? What yeah. did they do with it? They took it apart and they made rockets with it. They took, yeah, they took the they took the four or six inch scheduled pipe out of the ground and they turned them all into rockets. And and let's talk about the 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 history of the Palestinian when when Israel handed again. Since when do occupiers hand over the land? Say here, govern yourselves, and start giving passes to go work in in Israel because. The the West the Gaza Strip economy sucks. Let's just say it what it is. It sucks. There's no there's no they don't make anything useful. Their people live in squalor. Their kids are taught hatred and, and yeah. to hate Jews. And and what 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 do you do with it? It was disgusting. They interviewed kids and they said, 
I, I want to throw rocks at him and, and kill them. This is not education. This is this is indoctrination. Well, it's it's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, that's the really bad side of it. Like I, you know, like I said, I've been there a lot of times, and and I'm going to tell you something. I have a lot of friends in Israel, a lot, and this this has been a, a real difficult week for them. I mean, as bad as it gets. I mean, families but, are torn apart. People are. Oh dead. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's really bad. There are it's people really taken that they're never. They're not sure they're going to see them again, and they're suffering torturous uh, events, and, and oh, that no terrible. one should ever experience. No, it's terrible. So my my point is this: when when you talk to an Israeli about you know events that might unfold or 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 originate from. Gaza, West Bank, Lebanon, Hezbollah, Hamas, PLO, any of those things. And they always just, it's not like there's outright hatred because I've never gotten that vibe from an Israeli in discussing this. And it's not like they're just trying to be polite because these are very frank people. They just say, uh, you know, the cousins, they're just misbehaving and. We're trying to help them, and they just don't want to accept our help, and this is just a hard, hard time. You know, the Israelis want the people of the Gaza Strip and the West Bank to be successful. They've given them every opportunity to become part of an integrated society in Israel, which Israel is a very much integrated society, I'll have you know. There are plenty of Arabs walking around on the inside of Israel in traditional Muslim garb everywhere. You don't see a whole lot of guys rolling down the middle of Main Street, uh, Tehran, wearing their talus, do you? No. 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 Huh. Another funny thing about Israel, it's so terrible. All these people, the same, the same crowd is all about LGBT. It's the only country in the Middle East that allows people that that has any tolerance for LGBTQ. Isn't it true that in Gaza they throw you off a uh, they throw you off a building? Yeah, they find out that you're oh. you're gay. Oh. Yeah. oh, you're LGBTQ. Oh, come on over here for re-education. Today's lesson, kids, is can you fly? And off the building they go. Off the building you go. So it's all just, it's so absurd to me. But right now, I, right. But that come that brings us I'm back to so upset. Yeah. But it brings us back to this country now because it's, it's waking people up. I hope. Is it enough? Is it bad enough yet? As Dan Bongino would say, oh, it's pretty bad. It's man. pretty bad. I mean, I'm feeling kind of bad. <laughs> Uh, but, but I'm, I'm quite frankly, I'm, 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 I'm nervous. Right. Let's, let's I, I, I am, I'm terribly afraid somebody's going to do something stupid and provocative. But let's talk about, let's talk about what, what we're seeing in this country. The New York city, excuse me, demonstrations. You have Jewish families in in New York City who are taking their yarmulkes off, who are taking their Jewish identification jackets off. They are, you know, you have people that 
or and rightly so, you know, if if you were to count how many illegals came across the southern border that were not part of a family, but they were single young men of fighting age. Yeah. 18 to was it 30 something? Yeah. Who are here in the country and we don't know where they're at. And let's look at history. Our recently short history within the last two years, electric power plants. You remember the fires that were happening, electric power plants oh, and the, oh, yeah, and the yeah. explosions? Yeah. Do we remember our food supply? And I'm talking meat processing plants, chicken plants, chicken coops of millions of chickens on up in smoke, destroyed. Yeah, yeah you're right. Do we, do we want to take a look at other possibilities that could be coming our way? Hmm. You see, like, as I mentioned earlier in the first part of the show, as I mentioned in the first part of the show, Biden, I was giving props to Biden because he is standing by Israel. However, actions speak louder than words, in my opinion, and the, the policies and, and the things that have been going on with the southern border, with uh, giving money to Iran... Freeing it up and going through Qatar, where they can get their hand, their grubby hands on it, and all of a sudden this happens. There's no pleasing these people, but the leftists and 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 our government are are doing two step to make sure that their narrative is is clean. Don't you think, Alpha? Uh, I think it's all really gross. I, I I get it, but if we're gonna, we're doomed to repeat history if we don't learn from it. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this. Um, look, I wasn't around uh, during the Yom Kippur War, or the Six Day War. Okay, I wasn't uh, wasn't around then. I know people that were there, um, and to hear some of the stories uh, are pretty damn unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our government is really neck deep in this, mm-hmm. in a way. I think that $6 million, I heard, uh, what's that admiral's name? Uh, he's the spokesperson when Kareem Jean-Pierre's in over her head. Oh, God, Admiral Kirby. Mm-hmm. I heard him talking about the $6 billion, I believe it was yesterday, and you know, and the reporter didn't do a good enough job of getting in there, but she did. she did an okay job. Uh, every time do we have control of the money? Well, you know, we're, we're looking at it. We're monitoring it. We're watching it. We're this, we're that it, there was never an affirmative statement of, we have that $6 billion back. Mm-hmm. It was, well, we're watching it. Well, what are you watching it do? <laughs> well, what's it doing? Where is it? If you have to watch it, that means you don't have it. Because don't you think it would have been easier for him to say, "Oh yeah, we've got that sitting over here in the corner room. You want to go see it? <laughs> here's six. Here's six billion dollars. That's what it looks like right there. It's cash. See, right. close the door. See, it's right there. Got it. No, he didn't say that. He says we hope to get it back in this room, but we're watching it. But we're not watching it here. Where the fuck are you watching it? Hmm. Where is it? I you you were mentioning it's gone. You think it's. It's, it's already oh. under the control. Oh, I, I, think, I think that's the next big scandal. Mm-hmm. 
with worldwide implications, courtesy of the Biden administration. <laughs> Don't look all over here. Look all, over here. Look over all here. You can, all you can do is laugh at this point. These people are so terrible. Right. You are correct, sir. So that's that's our that's the way we kind of have been kind of looking at this process this week and saying to ourselves, hmm. These are our observations. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting here scratching my head. Uh, what did Hamas have to gain from this? $6 billion. No, they already had the $6 billion. What? They're just going to hold people for ransom? I mean... Apparently, we set the price at a billion dollars ahead with Iran. This is what happens when you. Uh, this is what happens when you uh, negotiate with terrorists. Do you think maybe that's what motivated this? Iran said, "Hey, listen, they gave us six billion dollars, and we were able to collect it. As soon as that shit clears in our bank account, go grab yourself some prisoners because mm-hmm. they're worth about a billion dollars a piece. Make sure to grab Americans." Mm. Do you ever think that that was just it? Well, right now they're going to see the <laughs> other end of a American or, or you know American made uh, rifle, or a bomb uh, is going to be dropped rare. on their head. They're going to drop well, a these, bomb on their head. Well, they're going to they're going to uh, they're going to have some interesting times over there, right? I uh, I and don't not in a good, good way, for, by the way. No, no. I don't feel good for anybody in this fight. Well, and and the I bloodshed got, is not is not cool either. I mean, the, everything was everything was fine until it wasn't. It wasn't right. Uh, I was actually thinking of the the Ghostbusters uh, line. Until we're Dick fine, Le- we're fine fu- here. No, that's Star Wars. Uh, Ghostbusters. It was Dickless that turned off the electric grid and let all the ghosts out. Well. Told Dickless over there decided to fly over Throw on switch. On, yeah. Well, to fly over on on uh, power gliders and uh, attack innocent people enjoying a music festival. Well, the American uh, Navy is sure uh, got a show of force going in the Mediterranean Sea, mm-hmm. and I know there's a. Uh, I know there's a uh, boat in the Red Sea also. There's a carrier group over there too. So that's an awful lot of firepower. You that's, think that's, I, that's big fuck off firepower. Right yeah, I know, there. but I think that's that's on purpose so that the rest of the Arab countries don't think about joining in on the pylon. What, Libya with their air force? What do they got? Like They got a Cessna? Well. Yeah, Jordan, yeah, Lebanon, you know, I don't Hezbollah. think I don't think I don't think Egypt is going to do anything. Stupid. No, Egypt's not doing anything. But I'm talking about Hezbollah. Hezbollah is also an Iranian controlled group. That's yeah, in they're Lebanon. up in the they're up in the north. They're they're yeah. they're playing uh, going into winter time. Um that'll calm down pretty quick as soon as it gets cold up there. Mm-hmm. And it gets cold up there. Mhm. It's not that it's going to be really terribly safe. However, it's going to be uh, 
Yeah, I, I understand uh, Hezbollah and I understand Hamas. Okay, they call the IDF calls uh, Lebanon Hezbollah stand mm-hmm. for a reason, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the other the other part they're already of- shooting at each other up there. Bravo! They're yeah. already doing it. I mean, uh, they're shooting at each other on the northern border too. Who's shooting at each other? The IDF and uh, oh, uh, and, and Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Yeah, yeah. So Hezbollah with 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 Russian military weapons. Well, the yeah. other the other thing that's not going to look good for the Biden administration is the fact that all that weaponry that was turned over to whoever. Well, at that point, it was uh, Afghanistan, <laughs> uh, the Taliban. There were there are pictures showing that the the Hamas terrorists were holding on to American made weaponry. The IDF captured a whole bunch of it. They've got serial numbers, and I'm sure there are discussions going on right now with the U.S. government. Oh well, that'll be hushed. Don't you worry. Well, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be too difficult to uh, run the serial numbers. If they all they have to do is call the manufacturer too and run the serial numbers and say, you know, who'd you sell these to? Mm-hmm. Or the ATF could get involved or something like that, and mm-hmm. uh, this could be stolen government property. Mm. Now it's a criminal investigation, huh? Well, I, boy, this the Democrats really aren't safe with guns, are they? Well, they want to take them away so that they can but, but they but they lose them in Mexico and they and they give them away to uh, Hamas and Hezbollah through yeah. Afghanistan. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, they want they want to take guns away from the law-abiding citizens so that they can make everyone live subjugated American citizens. Yeah. And on that note, everybody, it's been a terribly difficult week for everybody. Um, we'd like to everybody, it's coming into Sunday. You, you'll get this early in the morning or whenever. Uh, but if you're going to go to church, uh, maybe pay, pray for the people of Israel and even the good people in uh, the Gaza Strip, too. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna, everybody's uh, going to need it. So. That's right. Well, this is the Signal 50 Podcast. We like to talk about the hard truth amongst two friends that have been friends since middle school. And uh, with our experiences and our knowledge, we get to that hard truth. And we, we talk about it because no one else does. But we want you to make up your own minds. Right. Well, on behalf of our soldiers, sailors, and airmen, well, we'd like to thank them for protecting us 24-7, 365. Our police, fire, and EMS that are out there working on the streets daily to keep us safe and help us out. Thank you very much. And to the IDF, uh, may God bless you and keep watch over you. Amen. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Take care.